folks, this isn't any cheap X-rated movie or any fifth-rate porno play. This is the show you want. Lady Divine's Cavalcade of Perversion. The sleaziest show on earth. Not actors, not paid imposters, but radio actual filth. Wow. We have been carefully screened in order to present to you the most flagrant violation of natural law known to man. <laughs> yes, that's right. It's us. Hi, I'm your host, Pete Sias. And I'm your host, The Black Ken. And this is... Cha-Cha Heels. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. Pete is back from New York. I, I haven't... No, I've been here. Been here all summer. I was in Berlin and New York, and now I'm actually... now I'm going to New I'm York. I'm going to New York. That's what yes, I meant to say, that you're the, going to This is our last York. podcast of the summer. Our farewell episode. We'll be back in the fall. I booked a one-way... I booked a one-way ticket to New York, because I'm going to go see me, Divine, in Multiple Maniacs. It's a restored, re-released version. Of what? Multiple Maniacs. John Waters' film is his second film called Multiple Maniacs. It's in black and white. It was after Pink Flamingos, and it's been restored and released, and I'm going to go to a screening of it in New York. Is that the thing that's in a boat? A boat? Yeah, you told me you're doing something in a boat. Yeah, I'm going on a boat around Manhattan. It's a Madonna party. Right, so why did you say it as if... Oh, Coco, our cat Coco has a new toy, and it tweets like a bird. So now we have that to have in our podcast. No, anyway, I'm going... And now she's in a plastic bag. I mean, everybody's trying to destroy this podcast today. Constant noise. I'm so angry. Angry. The reason I'm talking a lot like Devon is because, you know, when Hillary Rodham Clinton gave her acceptance speech, she sounded like she was in a John Waters film. What's her middle name? Her maiden name is Rodham. Oh, Rodden. Rodham. Rodham. Who says her maiden name? In she it? used to. She she took it on back in the nineties. She took on Hillary Rodham Clinton. She didn't want to be just Hillary Clinton, honey. She doesn't want to be just first lady, honey. She's got to be the president, or else. I mean, that's fine. You win some, you lose some. But didn't she sound like she was in the John Waters film? I accept your nomination for president of the United States. That's how she always sounds. She sounds like she's in a John Waters film. I want my eggs. Give me my cha-cha heels. Yeah, she she's not that great of a speaker. In no, terms she's of not. But tone please, and inflection. But please don't say that in front of lesbians. Why? Why? Please, if any lesbians are listening to the show right now, please turn off, lower your volume for this portion of the show because you can't make fun of her. Not I'm not making fun of her. I'm just saying I don't think she's that well of a speaker as you compared can't to say that. I don't know you Michelle can't Obama. Say that anybody. Well, I said it to a girl who, but she's not even a lesbian. I said, oh, I was like that whole Democratic National Convention was going great till her and Chelsea started speaking. They're not good speakers. They're not compared to you know and everybody else that was there. Right. Barack, Bill Clinton, Joe Biden, Michelle Obama. Right. Um, I'm not saying that Meryl Streep. Screaming, honey, Mel. She was. Screaming. She's an actress. She was well, she trying to emote feelings scream. and project them to the, a stadium filled with hundreds, maybe thousands, maybe millions of people. I just wish Divine was still alive to show up at the Democratic National Convention. I'm here. Forget about Bernie. Forget about Hillary. Nominate me, Divine. Oh, blow up this place. That's how. It sh- that's how. That's how the future of America should have been. I mean, well, that's kind of similar to Trump. 
Ugh, no, except Trump has zero chem zero personality or charismatism. I think it's like the opposite. That's why he's like the nominee. No, the nom he's the nominee because he's people watch these fucking oh I, sh- I don't want to cuss. No, it's a family show. Thank you. No, these 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 people watch him on um, you know reality television. People. Okay, I'll say it. Stupid people. Okay. They watched him on reality television, and now he's saying hateful, evil things that people are like, "Yeah, they've already thought like that anyway." And now we're gonna, they're going to jump on board. But let's get back to me on the boat around New York. Yes, and that's for what? I'm going on it. So yeah, I'm going to New York to see multiple maniacs. I'm very excited about it, and I'm going to go on a couple of boat boat trips mm-hmm. around Manhattan. Well, I'm going on a, a Madonna party around Manhattan, and I booked it, and then I took a look at the boat, honey, and that boat is little. I might get seasick. Shishak. Well, I'm sure that maybe if you pay a little extra, they might be able to accommodate you a little better. It's only one boat, honey. One boat. Oh, they don't have like two boats. Like, well, then I'm going the coach boat and the. No, it's just one boat. Oh. It looks like a tug, a tug, tug boat. What's a tug, tug boat? Well, they, t- well, they tug and it goes tug, tug, and it goes tug, 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 tugs. Oh, that sounds like a cute boat. It looks, it looks like I might get shishak. Shishak, by the seashore. Seashore. I seriously might get shishak by the seashore. Seriously. Well, if you do have to drive, just remember lean over the edge. Well, then the next... And hope there's no wind so it doesn't come projecting back at you and hit you in the face. I'll have to take some Dramamine and have like, uh, like, give me a vodka with Dramamine. What is Dramamine? Is that what they use to kill Michael Jackson? That's propofol. Oh. No, Dramamine's for people who get shishak. Oh, okay. By the Are there going to be hors d'oeuvres and appetizers in the who's who's of Hollywood in the boat ride? No, it looks like there'll be some crazy Madonna fans, and you could pay ten bucks and get a buffet. So but, some who's nots. But who's nots, and they're not. They said so they, they can't tell you what's not, what's going to be served. That would scare me. Well, that's why I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> and then the next night, I'm going on um, a friend of mine, Rashawn Patterson. Mm-hmm. Rashawn Patterson, he's a singer, R&B. Oof. He's performing on a boat, and I've actually never seen him perform. He was on Kids Incorporated. He played the kid. The black kid? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to be performing on the boat, and I'm going to go on that, too. And that's a nice boat. Oh, it is? No, that's a nicer boat. I look at, looked at it. It's, like, bigger. It's like a yacht. Like I'm the gonna, yacht in Housewives? I'm going to be very Countess Lou Oh. I'm getting, I'm getting engaged. I'm also going to get engaged on the boat. Oh, my God. Can you believe it? Look at this ring. Oh, my God. That ring is amazing. I'm so happy for you, but I'm really not. If you haven't watched Real Housewives of New York... Countess Lewin got engaged to some insane person. He's not insane. He just slept with all of the different housewives on the series. Yeah, he slept with all of her friends. And then um, they're on a boat in Miami, and she keeps saying, I can't believe it. I'm getting engaged with that voice. Dead. I'm keeping it, I'm getting married. I've got engaged. Look at my ring. Can you believe it? She's like the equivalent to like Wendy Williams. She's very tall and has a very deep voice. Yeah, and, but they both have man-like qualities. Yes. Manish Mannix. That should be John Waters' next film. <laughs> manish multiple mani- maniacs. No, man- multiple manish maniac. Multiple manish. Multiple manish maniacs. Multiple manish maniacs. That sounds fun. Multiple manish maniacs starring Divine and Countess Luann and Wendy Williams. That sounds good. Coming to a theater near you. I'm excited. I haven't seen a John Waters film on the big screen in a while. 
I'm gonna see if uh, Susan Bitch Anthony in the house of Bitch Anthony want to come. I've never been. Do people get like wild and crazy and throw things at the screen? Is it like interactive, like Rocky Horror Picture Show? No, because the last John Waters film I've seen on the big screen was the, his last movie he did, which was um, A Dirty Shame. And if people just watch it, you know, and they laugh. It's not interactive. Oh, that would Except be Except when he did um, um, uh, Polyester with Smell-O-Vision. And they have the, the smell cards. He should do an interactive one with Serial Mom. And, and, and during the film, you people can maybe are getting murdered. No. Somebody gets like, um, uh, like a, a air conditioning dropped on their head. Or they get run over for chewing gum. thrown at them. Yeah. Yeah. He'll give everyone those like plastic knives, but maybe one person has the real one. <gasps> oh, we, should, we should do that for Halloween. Invite everyone for a screen. <laughs> yeah, I can, get, I can get to kill half of the people I know. And I wouldn't mind it. Not one bit. Okay. I don't know if I'm doing Divine now or Betty Davis. No, you're definitely doing more Divine. Because I love Betty Davis. And, and so you don't like what I'm doing. You don't love what I'm doing. I don't, I don't think you're making the right choice. Honey, story of my life. <laughs> So it's the release of Multiple Maniacs. John Waters is giving lots of interviews, and he was saying that people nowadays are, nowadays are actually more offended by things than they were back when he released, you know, Polyester and Pink Flamingos and Multiple Maniacs. Like, people are more upset about things than they were back then. And why is that? I, th- I don't know. I think people just want a reason to be, a, to, to have, to be mad. I agree. I think also people are less sophisticated than they used to be, and they can't see um, irony and camp and, like, layers of things. It has to be... We're, it, it, I mean, this reality world is being overtaken. Where there's, because with the reality, it's just people who are just attractive or rich, or it's like it, there's nothing like there's nothing there. And people just behaving badly for no reason and being angry. And then making up the next minute and being happy again. And so people were like, that's becoming our entertainment. And like, people used to have other like, you know, things to aspire to when you watch performers and television and movies, but there's just, they're coming few and far between, honey. We're real world, the real reality world's taking over the world. Is it the reality world now or is it the real world? I mean, but is the writing in reality television any worse than the writing in, say, I don't know, Friends, Seinfeld? I can keep going. No, I like Seinfeld. I hate both. Well, because there's no representation of you on there, meaning a woman. True. Um, also, there's uh, no good jokes. It's boring. No, you have to be. You have to like. You have to be of a certain kind of. You know, I love Seinfeld. I get Seinfeld. Like I said, you want to know where there's good writing in television? I love Seinfeld. Lucy. Oh well, I can't deny. I, I love, love Lucy. Lucy. Well, as far as I'm Will con- and Grace. As far as I'm concerned, Full House. I love a Full House. Yeah, Full House was really funny. It was cre- those oh, two yeah. little twins. No, running I don't. Around. I think that's why this is going to be the last show of all of forever. No, I mean, okay. Well, maybe I can redeem myself with Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I like Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I just say I love Lucy, though. I feel like every other show is I love Lucy. Will and Grace is I love Lucy. That's why it's good. I mean, every like every show is basically I love Lucy. There's always like you know four other like four characters. Add a couple of more if it's you know two more right. as friends, but there, if someone gets in predicaments. It's right. like everything's I love. Well, Lucy. If you take, this podcast is I love. If Lucy. you take I love Lucy and take all the humor out of it, then you have Friends, then you have Seinfeld. But like you're saying, yes, they're all very similar, and we have Lucy to thank for that. Oh, I love Lucy. I love Lucy. You know, my parents built a, a chocolate factory in my basement, and we recre- recreated it, and I filmed it. What's a chocolate factory? You know, the conveyor belt. 
when she's trying to get out the with chocolate. With real chocolate on it? Oh, yeah. So you just had a chocolate factory in your basement. Well, me and my, my uh, mom... Me and my friend Brandon, he was putting on a wig. He was Ethel. And my uh, mom was on one end putting candy out of frame on the conveyor belt. And my dad was at the other end of the table, like, with the conveyor belt paper, like, pulling it. And so I, we had a conveyor belt. And we also had a grape vat. My dad built a grape vat in the backyard where me and my mom stomped grapes. And, like, we threw uh, grapes at each other. I have it all on VHS. Oh, I would love to see these. You've never seen it? No. I've shown you these. No, I mean, I think you should maybe make a... I have to convert it. Convert them, edit them all together, and just make a film. I want to do something with it. You should. Spe- well, now that we're speak- talking about shows, I find it very interesting. I was thinking about today how we have all these shows, these gay shows, these gay web series. What are all these gay shows? I mean, turn on Logo. I, can- I don't have cable. Well, then you don't know about the gay shows, and that's where the problem begins. They have the Gay Bachelor. I'm just talking about these, like these, all those shows and the web series. And I, I was thinking about this today. It's interesting that even in the gay community, we don't understand the concept of having diversity in shows. It still kind of escapes us. And I think that's really strange, don't you? I mean, for someone to say we want to be represented and then not want to represent other people, to me is insane. I think it's because people, hopefully when they're writing, they write what they know and I think most, a lot of people aren't, you know, they don't have Hang a, around other people. Yeah, they're not, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a rare, rare diamond in the rough. You, well, oh, I have, definitely. I love all ethnicities and I like all different types of people and that's why I love living in New York because I had friends in, who are artists and friends who weren't artists and I had rich friends of the richest of the rich and of the, the poorest richest of the, of the poor. rich and the poorest and of the I've poor. And I've had, you know, married friends and single friends and straight friends and friends? friends and middle class friends and everything in between and I love and you know and, and I'm a very very I'm a very well rounded person I mean you could roll me down a hill so the point of it is is that hopefully you gotta get out of your box and go and see things and I think that's why my work is transcends genre and that's why I transcend transcend I'm, a, I'm transcendent med- meditation what? now it's time for Words of wisdom. In the honor of this month, August is the month that Princess Diana died, August 31st. In honor of that, what I. What year was it? 1997. So it's 19 years. And I'll never forget walking to the English or the British consulate in New York with cornrows in my hair. And a Gorgeous. hot, steamy summer night with a black laced top and black bell bottom pants. And leaving flowers there and crying, crying. And then I remember picking up this, like, I'm with this cute Puerto Rican boy, ugh, walking back to my apartment. Did he have cornrows, too? No, he had short Caesar haircut. And I remember him, I remember him tasting very salty, and I liked it. I have, I have a thing for salt. Mm. Anyway, I just remember saying, what kind of flowers salt do you Salt retains he, water. He, yeah, but I still like it. Okay. And then he said... He asked me what kind of flowers I liked, and I said, gardenias. Or did I say white lilies? Anyway, he knew that was Princess Diana's favorite flower. And he's like, that's the only reason you're saying it. And I said, you know what, you're right. And I like that. So in in honor of that, here's a little bit of words of wisdom with the people's princess, Diana. Words of wisdom. It takes just a brief glance at the television or the newspapers to realize that much of the news 
is sad news. Ah, uh, words to live by. Now they have a new princess. Me. No, I accept your nomination as Princess of the United States, Hillary Rodham, Princess Clinton. Don't you wish Hillary Clinton? Of Kate Middleton. She's not even a princess. She's not. She, no, I don't get it either. She married him, but she's still not a princess. Is she the queen? She's a duchess. She's not the queen then. No. That's going to be the gorgeous... There's, there's, well, it's Queen Elizabeth, but even if when Charles becomes king, that doesn't necessarily make Camilla queen. I don't get it. Camilla? His wife... Is Kate Middleton, isn't it? That's Prince William. He still has to wait for Prince Charles to get um, nominated for President of the United Kingdom before he can become... He has to wait for... Prince Charles has to become king and then give it up and then he can become king. And that's when Kate Middleton will become princess. Maybe not. Or queen. No, because I think they have to give them... Somebody has to give them that title. Because they're not in the royal... In the Windsor family. They've married into it, but they don't have the Windsor blood. Then how did Princess Diana become Princess Diana? Well, I think Queen Elizabeth gave that to her. I don't get it either. Doesn't make any sense. That, that family makes zero sense, except Princess Diana, and then they killed her. God. Oh God. What happened? I made that lemonade, honey, and she was tart. It was. It was definitely more on the lemon than the aid side. You know why? Because I realized the packet that I put in there mm-hmm. was for like when you make like a jug of it. Oh. So I put a whole jug of lemonade powder in one glass. Oh. I mean, I can't even make lemonade. How am I going to cook for my... How am I going to find a husband if I can't even cook lemonade? Well, you don't really cook lemonade, so we can start there and kind of work around. If I'm not good in the kitchen, how am I going to just find a man that will marry me and get married on a boat like Lou Ann? You're so happy that you're getting married like Lou Ann? Look at my ring. I'm engaged. How will my husband stay married to me if I can't cook in the kitchen? I'm going to be so happy when that whole thing cr- falls apart. They'll never get married. I know. And she'll be crying. It's going to be great. Did you watch any of the Republican National Conventions or the Democratic yes, National Conventions? I did. I watched them both. Um, there were certain people I didn't want to watch. Like, I didn't want to watch Donald Trump's. I didn't want to watch Sarah Palin if she was there because she freaks me out. There's something weird going on through her, like in her head, through her eyes. Well, the eyes are the window to the soul. Very and strange. you can see Russia from her eyes. But I did see the woman who talked about her husband's fishing company and how she's on the bold and the beautiful or something. <gasps> oh, yes. Kimberlyn Brown. Yes. Now, this is the best thing. Yes. So she spoke at the Republican National Convention. <laughs> she played an evil villain on Bold and the Beautiful and The Young and the Restless. I particularly remember it in the 90s because she played an evil villain named Sheila. Now, my friend Brandon, growing up, who played Ethel with me in the chocolate factory I was just talking about. He's a regular actress. She loved Bold and the Beautiful and Young and the Restless, and she particularly loved Sheila because she, he, he, he was, you know, wanted to be evil and the villain, and he did evil things with me. Like when we, you know, b- tried to blackmail people with a baby monitor, or when we, you know, like drove around town with masks on and sprayed people with silly string, or when we pranked people. He would do that with me because he was evil. evil. Mm-hmm. And so he went all the way here to San Diego, or to California, once for a soap opera convention where he met Kimball and Brown. Who was Sheila. Was, yeah, it was Sheila that spoke at the Republican National Convention. Oh. And they both kind of look alike. Well, cut to 20-something years later. I mean, I'm, I mean, I, and next thing you know, she's evil still because she's speaking at the Republican National Convention. Right. I mean, 
That's why she probably played it so well. He probably could feel that she was truly evil. An evil, vindictive bitch. Well, I'm glad that she used that moment to talk about her being on television and her husband's fishing company because that's what I really wanted to hear. So I'm glad that I got what I wanted. <laughs> and a vote for her. And a vote for her. Do they have what's-her-name Caitlyn speak? Oh, no, she won. I'm sure she wanted to, but people were probably like, no, bitch. That bitch got, her show got canceled. Canceled. <laughs> <laughs> of course it got canceled. Who wants to watch that idiot? Yes. I think we've given Caitlyn plenty of times and plenty of opportunities right. and plenty of chances to prove that she's not an asshole. And you know what? She is. So bye, wig. Right. You had your time. It's time to go. Right. Call me Caitlyn, honey. How about this number's been disconnected and no longer in Shervish? Ooh, We also, we would like to dedicate this episode to... Miss Cleo. Yes. Who passed away. We love Miss Cleo. In our early episodes, we used a soundboard that had all the Miss Cleo sayings, and we would call people and prank them with the soundboard. Yes, it was most amusing. If we get a chance to do it again, we definitely will. We uh, should have had it for this episode. I know we should have, but we didn't know how much we wanted to, how much of a tribute we wanted to give her. Well, I think we should I, just give her. Here are some of Miss Cleo's finest moments. You have questions. I have the answers. Who asked you to go out of town? The stupid young one or the married one? The married one. That's what I thought. Don't go. You hear me? If you want him to believe that it's over, then you got to stop accepting the booty calls at 2 a.m. in the morning. You understand? Yeah. Could you tell me what type of direction is my life headed into? Last four nights, your feelings have been hurt, so you've been up all night. Yes. You haven't been... And this is around a relationship. Oh. Talk about it. Uh, okay, don't make me take you to church, young man. The ex is much better than the present one, you know. Did you think that you were pregnant a couple of months back? Yes. You were, but you lost it, correct? Yeah. The secret that you were holding back. You already hit it. It was about the baby. <laughs> Michael, you really got yourself into trouble on that one, brethren. I got back up this time. This person is that's around you right now has been in jail before. Yeah, you're right. You're telling the honest truth. Right. You know, people have been criticized and jabbed at and talked about throughout the ages for having different beliefs. And apparently I am no exception. Although it is a constant challenge. I will continue. I will not allow them to stop me. I will teach as a shaman and help those who seek the knowledge. Uh, call me now. There's two people that really were there when I was growing up and one was Miss Cleo and one was the Pine Saw Lady. And so I really... What about um, uh, Mrs. Butterworth? Who's that? You don't remember Mrs. Butterworth with that little... It's that syrup. The, the, the bottle of syrup that came alive and we're no, talking to the, the children. the only racist syrup I remember is Aunt Jemima. Well, this was another racist syrup. Miss Butterworth. Mrs. Butterworth. And she would come... It was a bottle that came alive. It was so creepy. It's very strange. I didn't realize that I was surrounded by racist syrup my whole life. Well, she was a little syrup ball that came to life and I kept her in the cabinet. Oh, That's why I don't eat pancakes now, probably. I had a friend that, um, he was black and he couldn't even pick the, um, you know how they have cotton balls in Tylenol? Yes. He wouldn't even, he couldn't even take the, the <laughs> cotton out of the, tal- the Tylenol bottle. What so did he, he do? just had headaches. Speaking of headaches, um, 
Something very interesting has gone on at the Wendy Williams headquarters. Oh, yes. Wig headquarters. Wig headquarters. Where she, there was, of course, there was that controversy where she said that black, we don't really need to have black, historical black colleges. Yes. And so there's a lot of contra- controversy about that. And Chevrolet pulled ads from her show. Well, she had her final episode for the season. And everything seemed hunky-dory. Mm-hmm. Well, next thing you know, a week later, three of her producers were fired. Because of, of of that incident. And people were upset because they were like, well, that was Wendy's opinion. But as producers, they should not have allowed her to talk about that. Right. I mean, there's certain things that are like a red flag. And now they said they're going to retool the show and have it be more hot topics. I'm going to say, more hot topics? That's all that she does. There's right. no guests on that show. She just like re- like changes the name or like rebrands the hot topic idea. So instead of her sitting on a, a chair saying hot topic, she'll bring in someone else from a magazine to talk about hot topics. Yeah, so she has <laughs> hot topics by herself, and then she has act like it's a special different like segment. Right, but it's and it's a gossip columnist. But they're still talking about right. hot topics. And then she'll bring it in a panel of three people, and it's, and more, still, and it's more hot, hot topics. <laughs> It's just already, like, where would she fit more Hot Topics? She should just wear clothes from Hot Topics and call the show Wendy Hot Topics. She she should. But she would never do that because she would have to wear a black wig and she hates having black hair. We well, know maybe it's because she's having a problem with her race. <gasps> no. I can't say that. I can't, can't say that. can't say that. I can't say that. Historical wig colleges. Is it okay to have an historical wig college? Right. Well, oh my god, we saw Ghostbusters. We did. I hope you saw it too. I really enjoyed it. And all those those internet trolls out there were so upset about those three women remaking it. Oh, well, I hope, they're, I hope they're crying in their Star Wars pillowcase. I've never in my entire life wrote anything on a comment section on Facebook or on the internet. What about when somebody wrote about me? What? And those your voice scared them? But my voice made them want to gay bash me. And they are gay. Well, obviously. And then my voice was so gay that they wanted to gay bash me. And they are gay. Well, that person obviously lives in a place west of here. I got a nice comment on one of my YouTube videos where they said that they did like my voice. Well, see, your voice is just a matter of opinion. My voice is also divine's. Well, that's not your real voice. That's the it's di- My voice is divine. It's not your real voice. I'm talking about your actual voice. This isn't my real voice either. I have a different voice. How many different voices do you have? Oh, I have some in my head. Okay. And some in my throat. Perfect. And sometimes my vagina makes noise. You want to know what she says? Absolutely not. I'm hungry. Ooh, This is the portion of the show where you excuse yourself to the restroom. No, honey. Oh, what about me on that boat? I think somebody's going to in- in- propose to me on one of those boat trips. And I'm also going to go to Fire Island. And you know how you get to Fire Island? On a on boat. boat. So you're going to be a man about boats. I want to be on boats because I'm dying for somebody to propose to me during the summer on a boat. Also, the last um, summer of Princess Diana's life, yes. she was spending it on a boat. So I want to spend August on the boat. And that's when she got proposed to? Uh, but, but from Dodie. Dodie? Al-Fayed. Oh. I want to meet my Dodie al You're going to. Thank you. But the first thing you have to do is surround yourself with a bunch of like New York type people. You need to create your own Sex in the City crew. Well, I'm going to be on a boat around Manhattan. How much more New York can you get? Well, you have I to mean, have the friends there. The ooh-la-la. I don't have any friends. 
Well, then I no, don't I, have friends. I don't think your chances of getting married are that high. Then <laughs> I let the wedding get bigger than big. Okay. Well, if you want to get married on a boat, just go around asking people to marry you. Make it. No, that's easy. not how I want it to be. I want somebody to see me like, you know, like on the edge of the boat, like kind of like, kind of like Rose from Titanic. Not old Rose. I'm talking about young Rose. Of course. And all of a sudden. A man, maybe Leonardo DiCaprio type, comes up to me and says, Hey, you're cute. Here's a ring. You want to go get married when we dock? And I'm like, Yeah. Yeah, I think I will. Well, first, what's your, what's your credit score? That's how I would ask them. You, have dual, you, you from another country? Because I wouldn't mind dual citizenship. You got money? You live in your apartment? You would ask him questions first before you married him. Well, I would say yes, and And then then I would ask questions. questions. Perfect. That sounds sounds like the right order. Yeah, Mm because if I ask too many questions at first, it'll scare them. Yeah, that's true. I feel like a lot of people in the OC do that. A lot of women in the OC get married and then ask questions later. Probably in New York, too, actually. Oh, I think all people ask questions later. So everyone gets married and then asks questions later. Yeah, but I mean, most people find out that, oh, my husband doesn't want to have children. Well, shouldn't you have known this before you got married? But I was happy. He brought me a ring. And the ring don't mean a thing. Yeah, thing, it does. You can pawn it and maybe get it, I don't know, $1,000. I would, if somebody I didn't know, like, asked me to get married at this point, I would just say yes, because I figure it doesn't mean that much to me. Right. Whatever. Yeah. As long as they don't try to take half of my, you know, um, I Love Lucy VHS collection or my gem dolls. And as long the only thing I have that's worth anything. Or my I Love Lucy plates. And as long as they're willing to give you a quarter of their earnings. Half. Oh, half. Half of their earnings. Okay. Okay. I, lo- lo- I have to like, continue to live comfortably. That's true. You've become accustomed to a lifestyle. I've become accustomed to a certain lifestyle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank that's you. That's, thank you, my lawyer. You're welcome. Now I want to play a game with you. Do you like summer games? I love summer games. They're so fun. Well, in the tradition of summer movies, I thought I'd play a game with you. It's called, Are Are There Black Black People People in This Movie? movie? So this game is a really fun summer game that you can do with all your friends, in particular your white friends, where you give them a movie and you give them the description of the movie and they tell you, or they try to guess if there's any black people in this movie. A real fun game for the whole family. Okay, the first movie up is Steel Magnolias. It stars Dolly Parton, Daryl Hannah, Sally Field, Shirley MacLaine, and Julia Roberts as Southern women going through the trials and tribulations of life. Since it takes place in the South, and the name sounds kind of old-timey-ish, I would say there are are black people in this movie in particular one black person who is the help there are no black people in this movie oh unless you talk about the remake which was done with queen latifah and then in that case it's all all black black people perfect the next movie is you've got mail with meg ryan and tom hanks falling in love via email tom hanks is in the movie meg ryan is in the movie i say there's no black people in this film there are no black people in this film, except an extra. Okay, the next movie is Florence Foster Jenkins, starring Meryl Streep as a woman who can't sing but is 
asked to perform at Carnegie Hall as a singer. So she wants to be a singer. She can't sing, but she's asked to perform at Carnegie Hall. There's definitely no black people in this movie. I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know, but I'm willing to guess that there isn't. But if they do another version called Florence Jenkins, then that is a black movie. Because there will be all all black black people, people. and Patti LaBelle will be in the role. And who would play Florence Jenkins? Patti LaBelle. Oh, not um, Marla Gibbs from 227? Who? Marla Gibbs from 227. I don't know who Marla Gibbs from 227 is. You don't know Marla Gibbs from 227? The only person I remember from 227 is the one that says... Jack Jack, Yeah, he's like, Jackie, I'm in with that voice. Oh, baby. Yeah. Before, oh, baby. Well, she was... Mar- she was... Marla Gibbs was Mary. Oh, then I do remember her. Martha Marlene May Marquet. Who? You know that movie with the Olsen girl? I didn't see it. Marlon Mary Math McKay. Martha Marcy May Marlene. There's def- just from the title, there's no black people in that movie. There are no black people in that movie. How Stella got her groove back. That's with Angela Bassett going to Jamaica and meeting Tay Diggs and falling in love with a younger man. I would say there's all black people in that movie. And you are wrong. They're African-American. Thank you. Also, are there black people in this movie has actually no research to really prove any of these facts? Janet, I wanted to get take my daughter uh, Kathy in to get a uh, a makeover. I'm going to yes, I'm, I have a premiere for my movie, and we're going to Manhattan. And we're going to rent a boat. Okay. So I wanted to know what we could do with her. She looks atrocious. She looks like a rat. She has regrowth coming out of her blonde hair. Can you make her look glamorous for my movie premiere? For what day were you looking up doing something like this? Saturday. Before we catch a plane in New York City. Have you been here before? No, I don't even know how to drive a car, but my driver will take me there. You're at J.C. Penney, right? In the Galleria, Glendale? Yeah, we're inside the J.C. Penney in the Galleria. I know where it is. And my daughter's been there before, too. I took her there. Oh, yes, I've taken her there. I think she's... You wouldn't give her an appointment because you thought she looked too ugly. Well, I have plenty of money and we can get it. You need to make an appointment for Saturday, especially Saturdays tend to be our busiest day. So um, we would have to make an appointment, and then we can see what the services that she wants to do. Can you get, can you please tell her not to wear so much rouge on her face? It looks like she has rosacea. I want to give her a nice beige look, but keep the red around her lips. Something glamorous. Okay, let me have the phone number. Okay, my phone number is four one two six two two. 8100. It's a Baltimore number. And you want to come in on Saturday? Yes. Also, darling, honey, darling, do you have anything for me? I'm an older woman, and, and I also want to look pretty, not just with my daughter, but I want to look age-appropriate. Okay. Do you have anything that would look maybe 
with any pink flamingos on it, anything like uh, a dress with pink flamingos, maybe a hairdo that would look good with pink flamingos. I tend to wear a lot of polyester. You want to do a hairdo with that? It's uh, going to look good with pink flamingo. Yeah, like a, like, a, like a hair hopper, like a nice high beehive on my head. Um, what time were you looking at coming in for Saturday? I don't know, around 9 o'clock at p.m.? No, we don't. We wouldn't have anyone available at that time. What time would you have somebody available, darling? Um, probably like at noon. At noon. That's when I eat. Do you guys sell cha cha heels? If you like, we, there is another salon inside the Glendo. I'm not sure if you want to go ahead and uh. Yes, could you could you transfer? I don't know if they open earlier than that. Yes, could you transfer me there, darling? Um, actually, we'll be outside of the store. So, I have to walk? Do I have to walk there? I'm, I'm a bit overweight, but I still look damn good. Um, if you like, I can try to find the phone number, uh, but it's a different salon. What's the name of it? Carlton. Carlton? Okay, I'll look it up, darling. Thank you so much. Okay. No problem. Bye-bye. Well, anyway, that's our summer edition of Cha-Cha Heels. We'll see you bright and early in the fall. And I actually remember... What do you mean by fall? Like September? Well, I think I'll probably be back before then. So our whole farewell thing was a lie. Well, yeah, it was a lie. Because I booked a one-way ticket, but I am not. I can't stay in New York until September. I don't have enough money. So you booked a one-way ticket, but you're not going to stay one way? I want to know if anybody could get me a job while I'm working there so I can stay till September. Probably. But then I also need somewhere to live. Does somebody have a place I could crash? For free? Just for three weeks. That's fine. I mean, I'll give you a good time. And you know what? You get to be on Cha-Cha Heels. Anybody that lets me stay with them and gets me a job gets a moment on Cha-Cha Heels. A true moment. This is your time to shine. Let the world hear who you are. I'm your host, Pete Sias. And I'm your host, The Black Kid. And we'll leave you a little bit of... More of multiple maniacs. Enjoy your summer. Get on a boat. And don't let it sink or stink. Anyway, will you miss me? I feel like I was just in a vortex. What is that supposed to mean? You're racist. You're racist. Well, I miss you. It depends on what you mean by miss. When I think of you, I'm always on my mind. And baby, I'm missing you. I ain't missing you. I can't lie to myself. Summer, summer, summer time. Summer time. Okay, that's it. See you in New York.